back straight to the man. And we're in interview room number one. Time now is 14.44. What's your full name? My name's Ben Sturge, but at one point in my life, I was just A0019CK. Much like numbered cattle, I was also a British captive in HMP. So what's life like knowing that you're going to prison? What's life like when you get to prison? And what's life like after prison? If you'd like my view on these questions and more, along with some interviews asking the general public, please subscribe to the HMP podcast series on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Podcast Addict. Alternatively, you can tweet me at Real Ben Sturge. So, what made me start doing a podcast? I was very interested to see the difference of opinion surrounding prisons and reform in general. So I thought, what better thing to do then launch a podcast series, armed with my dictaphone, go out on the street to the general public with a list of questions and just try and get some feedback and you know an understanding of where people's minds are when it comes to prison. Hi, my name is Phil, I'm oh, 62. 62, <laughs> blimey, a young, a young 62. Oh, thank you, Clancy. What do you do for a living? I'm a lorry driver. My name's Emma, I'm 25 and I'm a hairdresser. Yeah, my name's Jack, uh, I'm 24, uh, I'm not currently working at the minute. I'm Lucy Welsh, I'm 33 and sales assistant. My name's Abigail, I'm 25 and my profession is operations manager. So the questions that I decided to ask initially um, is 11 questions. And they are, are you aware of the media attention on prisons? Do you feel the media are reporting accurately on prison? Do you know anyone that's been to prison? Who do you think prison affects? What type of person is most likely to go to prison? Do you think UK prisons are motivated by money or justice? Do you think more should be done to prepare prisoners for release? Do you think prisoners should be treated differently following release? Would you feel comfortable talking to a former prisoner? Would you knowingly employ a former prisoner? And do you think that more support should be offered to those with a friend or family member in prison? You'd be very surprised at some of the responses that I got to these questions, some of which will feature now. Are you aware of the media attention on prisons? Um, I would say to a certain extent, but only the stuff that I see on the news, so not really. I've seen some stuff on Facebook, um, but I've not seen anything on the news recently. Do you feel the media are reporting accurately on prison? <laughs> this is going to be a reasonably difficult question in as much as I'm also a union shop steward. Okay. So I don't believe everything I see in the media. Yeah, okay. Because it's never, it's always one-sided. Um, I would imagine so. I mean, like I've seen that video footage of riots and stuff on Facebook, so um, I can only presume that that's genuine. 
other than that, I've not seen like a news reporter talk about it. I've just seen like videos of riots and stuff. I've not seen them discuss like any politics with regards to prisons or anything like that. What type of person is most likely to go to prison? Any sort of person can go to prison. You get people go to prison for council tax and stuff like that. So anyone. So it doesn't make a difference what background no, you come it doesn't from. No, it doesn't matter whether you're like some rich kid and all that. Like you've had a few days on the plate, you Brilliant. still get sent to prison. Yeah. Sometimes people with mental health problems. Well, that's kind of slipped through the mental health net, I would imagine. Do you think UK prisons are motivated by money or justice? Money. What makes you say that? I would say because I don't think there's a lot of work inside prisons and rehabilitation. I don't think that the justice system is always fair. I don't agree with a lot of the sentences that people get for certain crimes. Do you think more should be done to prepare prisoners for release? You find a lot of prisoners nowadays are homeless. They don't get the help they need, i.e. jobs. But like they go into the jobs as soon as they send them into prison, they get kicked out the door. No one wants to know them, and I think that's wrong. Yeah. They want to serve second chance at everything. Yeah, sure. And do you think that prisoners should be treated differently following their release? No, I think no, they shouldn't. It's like, it's Would you feel comfortable talking to a former prisoner? Yeah. Good job, because you are. Do you think that prisoners should be treated differently following release? that more should be done to prepare current prisoners for their release back into the community? Definitely, yeah. Uh, obviously, it's, you don't want someone to come out and just think they can't, they don't have any prospects. Just think, well, I might not do anything I can do, you know, just go back down. I'm doing whatever they need to end up there. Um, stuff should be done to help them, like every job prospect. Yeah, that's really, really important. I think more needs to be done around rehabilitation and to stop re-offending, so I think a lot of the time people spend a long time in prison don't get any work on rehabilitation and then struggle to adapt to whatever a normal life is outside. Actually, like, I think people who have, for example, like murdered someone or like sexual assault on someone, something like that, I mean, they have the potential, I guess. It's just, I don't know, there's something not quite right. So, okay. Um, just... I don't think they should be treated differently. I think where where their work is concerned or where they're with people a lot, I think they should either be aware or there should be something put in place to ensure that they're safe and that the people around them are safe. So just to sort of paint a scenario, if you yeah. was driving home from work today yeah. and you didn't see the lady crossing the road and you hit her and uh, she died as a result of that yeah. and you went to prison for causing her death, you know, by definition of the word, you're going to be classed as a murderer. Yeah. So when you're released from prison, how would that have an impact if you was, you know, being categorised and judged as a murderer? When yeah. ultimately it boiled back to, you know, sort of a, a moment of um, just sheer chaos, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a fair point. I don't know. I guess it would have to be means tested, but then that's just ridiculous. Like you can't. There isn't the means to do that, but um, yeah, that's a bit of a difficult question, I guess. Yeah. Really. Yeah, sure. Appreciate. appreciate I think, that depending on what they've done, uh, no, they shouldn't be treated differently. Of course. It doesn't make them a bad person. Uh, they've done their time. They should be treated just as a normal person. Do you think that more support should be offered to those with a friend or family member in prison? Yeah, because I think a lot of the time when people go into prison, people don't always think about their parents, if they are a parent, 
their friends, their family. So I think that um, they could do with a bit more support on how to deal with that time in their life. As you can see from some of the responses that we've got there, there's um, a bit of a mix of opinion. Some not entirely accurate of the, the reality that does surround prison. Um, so the idea of this podcast is it's going to be an ongoing thing and we're going to start back at what I perceive to be the beginning of the journey. I'm happy to sort of go off piste a little bit if you want to tweet me and throw a few curveballs in we can talk and I can give my view on those things. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the schedule of this podcast is going to be yet. I'm going to try and commit myself to one every month I think that's going to be sort of realistic with the other stuff that I'm doing um, but hopefully you'll like what I do you'll enjoy it you'll subscribe um, share and we can get the message out you know there is life after prison there is um, things going on in prison that the general public should be aware of taxpayers are spending their money they want to know how it's being spent they want to know they're getting value for money so let's investigate this you know there's a lot of media attention on prisons is it all accurate in my opinion not completely are the media reporting accurately i've just answered the question do you know anyone that's been to prison well yeah me i've been myself so you know i've got a good idea of how prison works who do i think that prison affects well not just prisoners and sadly that's a response that a lot of people generically give it's the friends, the family, it's everybody. Even if you've never been to prison or you don't know anyone that's ever been to prison, prison still affects you because it's part of society. What type of person's most likely to go to prison? Not entirely sure that there is a type of person that's likely to go to prison. I mean, yeah, okay, there's some contributing factors that you might be able to pick up on or there's some certain traits you might see in a person that could lead them to prison but I don't think there's a particular type that's most likely to go. I always believed that prisons were motivated by justice right until the point that I stepped into one from the inside and unfortunately my view changed. Coming out of prison and setting up a business within the prison sector and looking back on this question I still believe that prisons are motivated by money and quite honestly I think everything in the world is motivated by money which isn't such a big deal if the money's being spent correctly and the profit margins aren't the focus and it's the rehabilitation that's actually taken centre stage sadly I don't think that's always true and do I think that more should be done to prepare prisoners for release? Absolutely. You know, that's why I do what I do. I go back into the prison service, um, part of a few different programmes now, trying to help prepare prisoners for their release. There's a lot of wasted talent inside prisons. There's some real, real bright guys in there. You know, don't believe everything you read in the news. There's some people sat in their prison cells that could probably solve a lot of the country's problems if only given the chance. Do I think that prisoners should be treated differently following release? No, I don't. As much as I'd like to say, yeah, they should be given extra help and extra support when they've left prison, that's not true. 
actually the support should be whilst they're in prison. So the moment the gate opens and they step out, that's it. Treated exactly the same as everybody else. Do I feel comfortable talking to a former prisoner? I talk to myself most days. I'm doing it right now. In fact, I'm hiding in a closed cupboard with a dictaphone trying to create a podcast. I mean, what's the definition of insanity? Doing something over and over again? This must be the third take. Would I knowingly employ a former prisoner? Well, yeah, and I do. Um, to be honest, you know, I think that prisoners have something to offer, or former prisoners, should I say, have something to offer the job community and the job market that not everybody's got, and that's the fact that they've had the time to sit and truly think and reflect on their life and decide where they go from now. There's a lot of people that are doing a job just for the sheer and utter sake of it's a job and paying the bills. But how much better or efficient would they be at that job if it's one that they spent a lot of time deciding it's what they want to do for the rest of their life? Do I think that more support should be offered to those with a friend or family member in prison? Well, for you guys that know me or have looked into me, you know I do. That's why I set up the phone savvy service. Um, yeah, more should be done. More should be done every single day. And the guys that are out there trying to do more for friends and family members in prison, they should be recognised, you know? It's important. It's an interesting place, prison. Very interesting place. I'd be lying if I didn't say I've had some of my worst and some of my best days in prison. Some of you might find that really difficult to get your head around you know how can a guy have some of his best days in a prison but you know it's not just about prison and the wall that's around you it's about your mindset and for me it was a case of I'm going to make the most of this I'm going to put my mind to good use I'm going to really really try and come out of it a better person rather than somebody that's broken or destroyed um, sadly there's a lot of guys that don't come out of prison for the better they do come out for the worse um, there's a saying that prison is a finishing school for criminals well it's a double-edged sword because you can either finish being a criminal or you can learn some tactics to make you a better criminal but ultimately if you don't want to go back and experience the poor food and the uncomfortable beds then it's always a good idea to try and come up with a plan b um, which is ironic because i always say i haven't got a plan b i find a way to make plan a work so what made me do a podcast i don't know um it came more from something inside me rather than a thought you know it's not a business venture it's not something that I'm ultimately going to make loads of money on or you know any kind of benefit that way but it's about exposure and it's about getting the message out there and it's about people that have never been to prison or had no experience of prison actually hearing from somebody that has because there's all this one-sided media attention that you hear and see prisoners getting playstations in their cells and televisions you know it's not all tea and crumpets i think that 
everything should be balanced in the world and this is my attempt I guess at adding to the balance. Hopefully you guys will get to know a little bit more about me as a person um, and hopefully learn some more around the prison service and the whole reform and rehabilitation sector that we're looking at. I'm not here to campaign that there's no place for prisons because I think there'll always be a place for prison but it's about how you stock them isn't it? Sadly the government don't seem to be um, the most efficient at giving information to the general public about what's going on in the prison service and a lot of the news that you hear is recycled or it's an account from the, um, Twitter or Facebook and it's, you know, my mum's brother's cousin, sister's auntie had a brother that was in prison. I think it's really important to try and get an understanding of what prison is sort of from the horse's mouth. And I'm no advocate for prison. There's many, many former prisoners out there that are far more um, knowledgeable on the prison sector than I ever could be. But they're not doing a podcast yet. I am. Um, hopefully I can inspire them to do something because, you know, we can all learn off each other. And the reform movement is a journey with a mass. It's not an individual's task. I had... Um, and another former prisoner, Cody, tweet just the other day saying that you know he really enjoyed a conversation with me and what an inspirational guy I was, which was very flattering. Um, I try to be inspirational. I think everybody should try to be inspirational for the better good. But ultimately, I don't hold all the answers. I really don't. And that's really, I guess, what this whole journey's about. I found my purpose in life. Um, doing what I do. I really um, try my best to make the most of the days that I have now. Um, I've wasted some days of my life in my youth, which I'll never get back. Um, it reminds me of a saying that was once said to me, and that's that life is like a game of football. You can play a bad first half, but if you come away at half time and play a good second half, ultimately, nobody will remember the first. Um, it's not that I don't want people to remember the first half of my life. I'm usually the first person to talk about it. But I don't think that somebody should be judged on who they were, but who they are. When you go for job interviews, um, when you meet people for the first time, and you share with them that you're a former prisoner, it's a very interesting topic of conversation for somebody that's never been, usually and you find yourself spending your time with that person talking about what was prison like, you know, is it real, does um, it go on in there, you know, is it true if you drop the soap that, you know, you're going to get a guy come up behind you and all this kind of stuff, all the sort of stories that you've heard over years and years and years, some of which I heard before I went to prison. Um, I guess it's different for everybody that goes and it's very different what your mindset is when you get to prison. For me, it was the end of a very, very long, slippery slope. Um, you know, you, you think you're living a life, you think you're being rebellious, you think you're doing well for yourself, but ultimately, you're going in one direction and that's down. You know, at least now, sort of my life's got a little bit more structure and purpose. 
um, it's improving every day and it's generally very rewarding to go into a prison and look at other guys and talk to other guys and see the growth and the development just you know within an hour of speaking to them it would be even better if you know I could see that on a daily basis um, but it's not something that's realistic I couldn't imagine myself working in a prison full-time I think that I can make more of an impact doing what I'm doing if I thought that working in there every day would make a bigger impact yeah maybe I'd be interested but like Alan Sugar said you've got to observe the masses and do the exact opposite and that's what I intend to do if you look at some of the problems that we're having in prisons there's all these reports that prison staff are being attacked by prisoners and I know from a prisoner's point of view staff can be very frustrating at times but equally they can also be quite helpful and um, quite decent actually if you get the right one there's good and bad and everything you know that goes for prisoners and staff but I think if there was less of a divide between prisoners and prison staff there would be less trouble in the prisons um, and maybe a more productive environment for those that will one day be released back into the community because ultimately these guys are going to be your neighbours you know they are going to be the girlfriends and boyfriends of your children they are going to be somebody that you might you know integrate with on a day-to-day -day basis so how important is it for you to see these guys and girls rehabilitate? How important is it for them to be given the coping mechanisms and the skills to not end up back in a prison? What kind of a world do you want your children growing up in? There's a lot of doom and gloom in the news and on the newspapers. I think we should really all try and make an effort to counteract that with some good and some good news. It's difficult, it's a big challenge and I don't think that any individual man is capable of achieving it himself or lady again. But I think as a group and as a collective we can all put a big dent in it and that's really what this podcast is about I guess just to try and inspire and spark the minds of people to sort of see the positive in things and see the opportunity in things and hopefully sort of club together and make things happen. You might be driving in your car, laying in your bed, doing the housework. There's always a good time to listen to a podcast. Short and sweet on this one. Don't want to get into a stage where I'm just talking for the sake of talking. So we'll wrap it up there and hopefully you can join me on the next one. Thanks very much for your time.